What's up, everybody? My name is Jordan the Giant Gassat, and you're listening to the Stolen Gimmicks Pro Wrestling Podcast, episode 48. I'm joined by my co-host, Joe. What's up, man? Um, I'm kind of barely here, and we are recording late today. Um, Very late. I ended up I ended up wrecking my truck this morning. Um, all is good. Uh, the truck's getting fixed next week. It's still drivable, but yeah, I had some bad weather here in Missouri where I'm at and ended up sliding around and knocked the tire off my rim. So had to get that put back on. But how awkward, right. how awkward would it have been if this was a tribute show to Joe? That would have been interesting <laughs> because I don't know how you tribute somebody that's not, doesn't really have anything <laughs> on like as far as podcasts go, it, it would just be me trashing random wrestlers. Yeah. So how fast cool. can Jordan replace Joe? I already had oh, your replacement dude, they, lined you up. Were, <laughs> so so I, I left my phone down for like a couple hours, and I pick it back up, and Jordan is already scheming multiple people. He messages me privately and goes, hey, if you can't um, record, Zach Snow can record with me, and 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 it'll be okay. And then uh, our other friend, Handsome Zach, in the group chat, messages goes oh if joe can't record i'll gladly record with you yeah. so multiple people are trying to take my job did i say zach snow because i would have never asked him to do it uh i think i'm pretty sure you did oh it would have been luke knight I, I was gonna do luke knight um oh that might be what you said <laughs> but, but same thing to me they all run together it's all yeah. the same i was kind people. of excited for uh a different co-host for a night and then it, it, it was like a short-lived like little fever dream in my head i'm like oh we could talk to luke knight <laughs> yeah wait until i figure out how to record and edit and i can uh have a different host for the night it would be way more often than i would ever be able to do it because there would be like a week where i'm like ah, i don't want to do it and you're like okay i would only i would only be able to do it like one time and then whoever i had on would be like yeah i'm not doing that again yeah <laughs> well you're here and you're not dead and yeah nope i'm, I'm glad you're okay okay keep that, me down that sounds pretty scary your fucking tire popped off yeah just slid into like the you know like a curb basically because yeah. it was one of the i don't know if you have them in philadelphia but these uh the roundabout type thing yeah where you have to yeah it was a roundabout and i was going around the side of it only going like 20 to 25 and uh it was still icy enough to where the truck kind of went sideways and the tire bumped up against the oh, man. Um, curb and just knocked it right off. So, Jeez. yeah, I don't fuck around with snow and ice. If it's snowing Dude. or uh, I will call off or I'll go into work late. I don't care because I drive for well, a living. I, tr- <laughs> I try to uh, avoid it, but I was coming home from work. It was fine when I went in. Uh, it was getting home was the issue. Because we had some snow uh, last weekend, and I knew it was coming, so I tried to get in and get my my work done, and then it starts snowing, and I'm like, oh, shit. I'm going to do one more store, and then I'll head home. I texted my boss, and then I'm on my way to that next store, and I'm already slipping and sliding. I'm like, I'm going the fuck home. And then the, the main roads were fine, but I was in the back roads. Yeah. yeah. And then once I got like closer to my house, I was slipping and sliding more, and I was like, yep, not worth it. It's not worth um, wrecking. <laughs> Yeah, I'm not experienced enough driving in that shit. Everyone, I've heard people say, "Oh, I love driving in the snow. It's fun. It's just got to be more no. defensive." Like, no, no, absolutely not. And it's not even like, "Oh, maybe I can be a good driver in it." But it's other people. Like, yeah, can... for the most part, I saw like three different people wreck way harder than I did right after Jeez. I did it. Oh, so, damn. well, I'm glad it was very minimal. Uh, hopefully, it didn't cost too much money to fix. Nope, um, uh, haven't gotten it fixed yet, but we're looking at like two, maybe three hundred dollars. So could have been a bad. lot worse. Yeah, not so. too bad. You just gotta. That's like a eBay binge, you know. Just can't. Do well, it. Uh, yeah, I kind of, <laughs> I kind of replicated that earlier in the week on a uh, eBay. So it's oh, all shit. good. It's just another random day. So. Well, damn. Well, we're here um, on Friday night recording a show that was supposed to be up. Friday morning. So, uh, but we're recording. Hey, it's it. not. It's not any different than uh, than usual. And actually, I really did not hamper any recording no, plans. No, we were still not. going to 
record today because Jordan's new work schedule. It's always something that Jordan's got going on. I know. He started a new work schedule and it completely threw off our usual recording time. So yeah. Well, I'm I'm, I'm just happy we're getting something up. I want to keep our numbering where it's at, and I want to make sure we have week fifty two. Um, at week 53, which is currently what it's at. I don't want to go any further. Um, after that, we can fuck around a little bit, but I, I'd rather not. <laughs> but, right. Um, so, yeah. As soon well, as we hit one year, we are done. Just kidding. Yeah, I wouldn't be shocked. I might. I might. <laughs> but uh, this, yeah, is episode, this is episode 48. Um, and, yeah, Stolen Gimmicks, Linktree, L-I-N-K-T-R. Are you sure that it's episode 48, or are you just saying that? I'm pretty sure. You're fucking with me, though, in the notes. I see you moving around. I, I saw you put it to 49, and now you're putting it back to 48. <laughs> Linktree. Anyways, uh, what's that L- Linktree? L-I-N-K-T-R dot E-E slash Stolen Gimmicks. You can find all of our social media there uh, and the link to where you can listen to the show and our T-shirt store. Um, so, yeah, go check that out. Um, we're going to get into some news and then a little bit of Wrestle Roundup. We're going to try and make it as quick as possible because I want to edit this and get it right up. Uh, and I want to watch a little bit of SmackDown, uh, even though we're an hour into SmackDown haven't watched it. And Hey, yeah. this is like when we record on Wednesdays yeah. and you're holding me hostage during AEW. Yeah. I mean, I also watch SmackDown also, but yeah, yeah it, now you know how it feels. It's okay. It's not a big deal. Um, anyways, um, we did a... Uh, a giveaway, our our fantasy football winner. Um, cut Bill. that. I'm not bringing it up until the very end of the show. Okay. All right. I'm not going to cut it, but make sure you're listening because uh, we're going to throw it in randomly and you're going to have to see if you have won. Um, yeah. Anyways. You got to listen through the whole thing. We want dedicated listeners if you want to win because this, yeah. is, this is a big prize, man. This yeah. is supposed to be a prize for somebody that spent three months of their time, like I mentioned last week, three months of their time to win a fantasy football league and be on it every week. And uh, they ended up donating it back to the podcast. And all you had to do was retweet. And to those lucky people who retweeted, Mm -hmm. um, listen to the whole thing and see if you won. And you know what? That's all you got to do. We might not even announce it. We might wait till next week. No, we're not going to do that. It'll um, be somewhere in here. But another another fun giveaway uh, we're doing is a Rumble Pool. Um, It's about halfway filled now. But if you want a spot, you got to let us know you want a spot in the Rumble Pool. Uh, Just tweet at us. Uh, You can email us, um, but I don't have the email in front of me right now. Um, Just let us know if you want in it, and we'll get you in that. And uh, it's a Rumble Pool. If your person wins the men's Rumble, you'll win a T-shirt from uh, Pro Wrestling Tees or WWE Shop or our uh, spread shirt. I can't even talk. Spreadshirt. Um, I was going to say spreadsheet. Spreadshirt. Yeah. Spreadsheet. So spreadsheet. Let us know uh, if you want in the Rumble pool. A couple weeks left to fill that up. Um, so, yeah. Let's By the some- way, just a quick note on the Rumble pool. Uh, the numbers that have uh, Brock Lesnar, CM Punk, Cody Rhodes, and Gunther have all been taken. So, <laughs> Yeah. Yep. And then The Rock, you know, he, he could possibly be in it now. So we'll see. No, he, he blows up too fast. He's too old. All right. Oh, okay. All right. Well, let's get into some news here. We got Kevin Dunn finished with WWE. Did we not talk about that last week? It's no, pretty- believe it or not. It's okay. uh it's old news at this point. Uh Kevin Dunn is gone. Um probably for the best in my opinion. Um he he's been with WWE forever, so I'm sure uh, they all love him, but oh yeah. To your regular fans like me and Jordan, he's done more harm than good in my opinion. I- I wouldn't say that. Like, we don't know everything he's done, but I know a lot of bad stuff that he's done. Um, yeah, but to a, to a casual yeah. fan, we see a lot of the annoying things that he does. We don't I'm, we don't see a lot of the good things. Yeah. I think in, in ways he's probably revolutionized the way pro wrestling is produced on television. Um, but, yeah, I would honestly like to hear more about what he did in his 40 years there because I'm sure it's very interesting. But there's a lot of shit, like – he did, didn't like Becky Lynch because of her accent. He doesn't like people because of the way they he look. Thought and Caitlin like was ugly. Um, <laughs> he he also he also apparently got got to a point where um, he was delegating basically everything in the yeah. entire thing. The only thing that he would do during a show is either yell at announcers in backstage crews ears oh, and mm-hmm. like eat on the mic and barely talk and like apparently for the last like 20 years he's been nothing less of just a supervisor 
Yeah. He doesn't well, actually do any technical things. So. Yeah, he's gone. They already replaced him. I forget the guy's name. I think, oh, it's Lee Fitting. I think it's the guy's name. Yeah, Lee Fitting. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I a lot of people also uh, say that Kevin Dunn's the reason we get a lot of camera changes. I don't necessarily know, know if that's true uh, because I think it's just the way it's produced. Like, you got to, like, block stuff out. You got um, – but – yeah, a lot of people blame him for that. So I'm curious to see how. Why much... can't WWE weekly television be produced like a New Japan show? Um, in, in terms of camera angles and camera shots. Yeah, I don't know, but I will say I've watched some AEW and I've seen some pretty wild camera changes as, over there as well. So I really, I just yeah, think that's I the mean they they do is. nothing but hire X WWE guys <laughs> exactly. So, um, Kevin Dunn going to AEW, I'm sure. Um, anyways, uh, WWE Raw, their, um, rights for their television show are up next year or at the end of this year, it's 2024 now. And there's rumors that Amazon is the favorite to acquire those rights. Um, so Thursday night football, Amazon prime video, I I don't hate the idea. Um, it would be Monday night raw. What do you think about that? Um, yeah, I've, of course, already seen some complaining, especially mm-hmm. on the football side with not only Thursday night football, which yeah. most of the time those games are missable because they're bad. Yeah. Um, but I, I've also seen the complaining about uh, the Chiefs and Dolphins game tomorrow being uh, or I guess today when most of you guys are listening. Uh, most of that is on uh, Peacock unless you live in mm-hmm. Kansas City or Miami. So I, I've also seen some complaining about that. So I know that that things being strictly limited to streaming sites kind of alienates your audience, but I think it's the way of the future. I think everything will be on some streaming surface eventually. I have Amazon Prime, so I can't complain. And I think Amazon Prime's a great deal. Like you get you get um free shipping on Amazon products, you get deals on Amazon products, you get so many cool TV shows that are exclusive to Amazon Prime Video, you get a bunch of movies. I, I think it's a good streaming service, it really is. I think the interface could be a little better, but that's not what we're complaining about right now. I don't think it would be a huge problem if Raw was on there, and plus, we wouldn't have to hear people bitching about Raw ratings anymore, because you wouldn't see them. Uh, but sure. yeah, um, so yeah, I'm interested to see if that happens. Um, it would be kind of weird not having Raw on television, though. And I think SmackDown's going to USA Network, and I and yes. I know and NXT's going to CW. So to compete with NWA, yeah. But there's rumors that like Disney wants Raw, um, Warner Brothers wants Raw, even though they have AEW. So it's kind of interesting. Uh, I'm very, I, I don't know where it's going to. I go. think Warner Brothers is going to end up digging their heels in with AEW. I think so too. Eventually. I do too. So. Uh, speaking of AEW, um, Tony Khan. Um, having fun on Twitter again, it all started with, um, it was actually the USA network Twitter account kind of throwing little, uh, digs at Tony Khan. Um, some, I forget what someone tweeted at USA network, but USA networks asked like, Oh, but what are the cage match ratings on that match? Um, and that's kind of like a dig. At there Tony was Khan. also tweets about the Jacksonville Jaguars. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> being eliminated from playoff contention. Yeah. And I think that stuff is funny and it's coming from just a stupid intern that uh watches over those um Twitter accounts, but yeah. Tony Khan didn't like it. Um and he went off um complaining saying that people um um make fun of his booking of Hook versus Samoa Joe, but Raw or USA's uh World Championship contenders Jinder Mahal and he made this big deal saying how Jinder Mahal hasn't won a match in over a year, but Hook is twenty eight and one or whatever it is. And I just ah, I don't know. What do you think about it? It's just I think people need to shut the hell up and let a man do with his own Twitter what he wants. Yeah, honestly, uh, Tony Khan's allowed to do whatever he wants on his own Twitter. I don't, I don't see a negative here. I see a lot of negative. what's the negative. I, I see Tony Khan being a childish man who is supposed to be the leader. He's allowed of the to do that. Company. He absolutely is allowed to do it, but I'm just saying it doesn't. It's look a private right. company. It doesn't. It <laughs> does not in the. It does not in the overall scheme of things harm his company to whine about wrestling. I Twitter. think it could harm the company because you're okay. Okay, one or two bad. wrestlers leave. Okay, 
What's and next? It's still harming the company. And I think it probably helps Monday Night Raw because you're talking about it. It proves that you're Brother, watching I, better I, I, I will be shocked if more people tune in because they want to see what Jinder Mahal is going to do in the in the rebuttal of Tony Khan's silly remark. Do um, I do I think that it was silly? Yes. Should Tony Khan have done it? I probably wouldn't have said it because I wouldn't have cared that Jinder Mahal is is number one contender. We know Seth's going over anyways, and if he yeah. doesn't, then I'll eat my words. But uh, I, I don't understand how other grown men want to care about every tweet that Tony Khan makes. It's either Tony Khan, Tony Khan's the problem because he's not tweeting about something or Tony Khan is the problem because he is tweeting about something. When he's yeah. quiet, they say, oh, but Tony Khan won't talk about this, which for certain things, he obviously does need to make a statement. But yeah, when he, like when the he Jericho does make stuff, I think. Yeah, and that's not even really what I – I mean, yes, but that's completely different. I'm yeah. talking about like in wrestling type of things sure. where something will happen and – People are like, well, where's Tony Khan's statement about this? And mm-hmm. there will be nothing. It's like, come on, guys. It's See, Twitter. This is Everybody's also, allowed to shitpost. That's yeah. what it's for. Another thing I don't like is the fact that he used it as a thing to... So he says, oh, nobody doesn't like... Nobody is complaining about Jinder Mahal. I saw a lot of people complaining about Jinder Mahal. In fact, I've seen more people complaining about Jinder Mahal than Hook. And I don't understand why anyone would have a problem with either matches. Um, but also, he did bring up good points. Jinder Mahal has not won a match in over a year. But the thing is, Jinder Mahal is a former world champion. He looks like a million bucks. And it's just a fucking throwaway uh, main event on Raw. Uh, leading up to a huge show, I do get that. Um, but I just think that those network accounts kind of riled him up. So yeah, he, yeah, and he it's felt okay. like he had to strike back. And and you know, I I would do the same thing if I was being thrown under the bus. I'd say some wild shit back to somebody. Yeah. But I don't I care. Don't... It's Twitter. That's how it works. Yeah, I'm not a huge fan of him bringing Jinder Mahal into it. Like Jinder Mahal didn't do anything, and I feel like it oh, kind of who Jinder. He barely said anything about Jinder Mahal. He didn't say anything about him personally. He said but something then... about the way the characters book. Yeah, but then Jinder Mahal quote tweeted it saying, "Who the fuck is Hook?" And I didn't like that that's either. Fun. I didn't like that what? either because that's fine too, Jordan. No, it's no. all fun and games. Yeah, but I just don't like how like he. First oh, of all, you don't, I don't like you don't like I don't like arguing. No, 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 because I don't think Tony needed to bring Jinder into it, and I don't think Jinder needed to like double down and then uh, put hook down i just thought it was kind of disrespectful um but it's whatever it happened hey man, i think that type of thing is great for the wrestling business yeah. i know I mean, damn well that ted turner and vince mcmahon and eric bischoff and paul Heyman would all be going nuts on twitter back in the 90s there's no way that people can sit there and tell me oh well vince would have never did that if vince was 30 years younger you bet your ass vince mcmahon oh, on probably. twitter being a degenerate yeah, it would have been fun to see. But yeah, I just I think that it just I don't know, it furthers the divide. But it's whatever. It happened. It uh definitely was a fun talking point and it had a lot of people talking and I think maybe that is a good thing because people are talking yeah. about AEW, people are talking about WWE. Um I just there's a lot of negativity in there that I just think was unnecessary, but I I think it's fine. And and it really brings up a big issue that I've had recently. I think that people need to realize that things like this on Twitter are way more important than caring about another company's ratings and and focusing. Like, I've seen so much discourse, and, it, 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 and it's so annoying, about AEW and WWE's ratings and their um, money and their this. Like, why do you care about mm-hmm. a, a company's fiscal earnings? Yeah. Like we yeah, it's as fans <laughs> are there to be entertained. I think it's we're cool. not there to pocket watch. I think it's cool to know like how well the company's doing, but I think it's ridiculous to use them in arguments like, oh, well, WWE made $10 billion last quarter or whatever. And it's just like, okay, well, yeah. WWE AEW... is also the Disney of wrestling. Exactly. They're at a point where you can't really <laughs> compete as long as AEW is not in a Sam's town soundstage in Las Vegas, like TNA was a few years ago, they're fine. As long as they are still running some sort of building and have some sort of name talent on their roster, they're fine. I think AEW could benefit from being in one building. No, I'm just kidding. Um, anyways, we'll, we'll get on for away from that. Um, I've, I lost my notes here. Um, I guess we can get more <laughs> AEW drama. 
So Brawl In happened back in what September um in the UK with CM Punk and Jungle Boy. Which and- by the way, by the way, I want to mention kind of funny that this news broke like right during Dynamite. Yeah, it was like five minutes before. Yep. Yeah, it's um, kind of funny how like I'm not I, I'm not sitting here defending Tony Khan wholeheartedly. The man makes a lot of mistakes, and mm-hmm. I and I know he's not the most popular within the wrestling community. But I've noticed within the last few months, there's a lot of this type of shit happening. Yeah, well, actually, this dropped uh, earlier in the day because it was on a radio show. Um, what dropped right before, which we we didn't put on here because I don't think it's that big of news. Um, what dropped right before no, Dynamite? What happened right before Dynamite uh, was Chris Jericho getting. Uh, knocked out by mvp on his cruise ship um that that dropped right before dynamite um but this um dj who kid which i believe he performed for swerve in his entrance okay um so it says dj who kid who was backstage at AEW all in said on the jim and sam show on sirius xm yesterday that cm punk was going ballistic backstage at the event and there was lots of blood during the scuffle with jack perry who kid was there to take place in an entrance with Prince Nana and Swerve Strickland? I could have just waited till then to confirm that. Uh, he confirmed yeah. that there was a huge brawl and that a big Hawaiian looking dude was trying to break it up. I wonder who that was. Kid says t- <laughs> Tony Khan was screaming at Punk, saying something about him, ruining this moment for everyone and to get the fuck out there and wrestle. So, um, yeah. That that's that's actually the best uh, description of what we have for what happened. Um, I, a lot of NDAs were signed, so I guess we don't have um, uh, that many people who can speak out on it. But this guy didn't sign an NDA, so he can comment on it. So pretty interesting to hear that. Um, big Hawaiian looking dude, Samoa Joe, uh, who was wrestling CM Punk in that match. It's also kind of wild. yeah, it's pretty wild that that happened right before CM Punk went out there to wrestle. So. Um, and yeah, and then this is what CM Punk was eventually fired for. So, yeah. Um, but now he's in WWE. So it, it's still, he said, she said. I mean, this does kind of um, make it more concrete on what happened, if mm-hmm. you if you are to believe exactly what this guy says. Yeah. But um, yeah, uh, not good. Regardless, we knew it wasn't good. Um, I've seen some people commenting, I guess, Vice is doing another season of Dark Side of the Ring. <laughs> I've seen some people commenting, we need an episode on Brawl In and Brawl Out. Like, guys, if you think one backstage shuffle scuffle is is as important as deaths in wrestling and murders, you're insane. Yeah. It could be CM Punk and AEW is what the name of the episode would be. <laughs> oh, wow. Two backstage scuffles. Yeah. Uh-oh. A couple of uh, promos and, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, I I just thought it was interesting to finally hear an account uh, other than like sure. he said she said stuff um, that we I mean heard. it's still he Which said this, she said well yeah sure but this kind of lines up with everything else we heard but it's a little bit more detailed so yes yeah. it is cool all right well let's get into wrestle roundup first up we have AEW um is this is dynamite from last week uh yeah so now this is really out of date um okay just since we've already it. had another week uh i i just wanted to mention a few things uh the undisputed kingdom has uh debuted it's wardlow it's adam cole it is um the kingdom which is uh just taven and bennett and it's roddy strong um i i would imagine wardlow's not long for that group wardlow looks pretty checked out of aw not gonna lie <laughs> yeah he's dot doesn't look like he cares anymore maybe that's part of the character but i don't think so i think he's done for um mariah may also made her debut and uh she beat queen Aminata, who i guess got an aw contract recently and then diana perrazzo uh debuted a week ago so uh we will not be seeing her at tna hard to kill this weekend she is now an aw women's roster member so um, other than that, I just want to mention the Takeshita Darby match, which was really good. And then uh, on Collision, they had uh, Eddie Kingston actually defend his Continental Crown against Trent. I didn't know that's how that title was going to work. Um, I thought maybe it would be. I, I I didn't know if he if he would be like defending everything at once or if mm-hmm. he'd defend the Continental Crown here. I don't know. It, it's still kind of confusing, and I wish that they would do it a different way. Um, but it is what it is. And then uh, other than that on Collision, I guess Adam Copeland's now doing open challenges. And uh, Griff Garrison, who is 
being led by um, Maria now. She has a group, I guess, with young dudes. It's kind of an awkward group, very awkward group. And one of the dudes is wearing an I Love Hot Moms shirt. So basically this group is just trying to put over Maria, which is weird. Um, Yeah, so it's Griff Garrison and Cole Carter. uh, But Griff Garrison got a uh, uh, match against Adam Copeland. Copeland obviously won. And then uh, in the main event, FTR and House of Black are still continuing their feud. Um, Dax, his daughter, was in the crowd um for this match ftr would end up winning but then house of black got the advantage when uh um oh, brody king i forgot his name for a second brody king came out and uh kind of got the advantage daniel garcia came in for the save for ftr didn't work they beat him down julia hart rang the bell 10 times to do a 10 bell salute for ftr it's kind of a neat moment um so I guess this week on Collision, or tomorrow, as we record, they're going to do a six-man. So okay. FTR and Garcia versus the full House of Black. Nice. So, um, um, go ahead. Sorry, I was going to say AEW, this, um, since this is for, that was actually last week's AEW. Um, mm-hmm. I f- figure, do you want to talk a little bit about AEW this week, or at least maybe the Sting Yeah, match? no, I all I wanted to mention was that they were in... Uh, Jacksonville at Daly's place, and uh, I really like that venue. I don't know how you feel it's about cool it. It's cool looking, it's yeah. Unique, and nice. and it's really it, it really is different. You know, if they go there once or twice a year, it's fun. And uh, there was a few Brody Lee tribute matches that were kind of, you know, there. Um, mm-hmm. Not much more to say about them. They were there to put over the Brody's handpicked people. Yeah. Um, but uh, aside from a random, completely random Roger Strong and Brian Keith match right before the main event, we had a, uh, a main event of Sting and Darby Allen against Takeshita and Hobbs. It was like a tornado tag mm-hmm. type of thing, um, which here in a second, I'll get into another tornado tag that's going to happen. But uh, yeah, in the main event, Jim Ross was back on the call. Um, he sounds okay. Um, about as good as Jim Ross has in the last few years, but Sting took a crazy bump. Um, he did a uh, uh, scorpion death drop to uh, Hobbs through tables off of a like part of the stage, which mm-hmm. was pretty insane. Did you see that? Uh, yeah, I did. Pretty wild. Yeah. Um, so uh, uh, outside of that, there's not a whole ton from last night's or two nights ago, Dynamite. Um, to really report it was more of like a home it was their homecoming show so they kind of just did a tribute to Brody Lee and kind of uh not not much was uh furthered in the storylines aside from I guess the hook and Samoa Joe thing kind of began um Samoa Joe said that there's going to be a different way that uh everybody like goes for the title and uh kind of laid down the rules and you got to earn your way type of thing. And he had a few people come out. I don't remember everybody that came out. I know. I think it was just Swerve and Hangman, actually. I don't think anybody else. And then mm-hmm. right after they got done, Hook comes out. And he was kind of the the um, the challenger that everybody knew was going to be uh, challenging him. And he got like this weird bat signal thing onto the yeah. roof of Daly's place. I thought it was cool. Kind of kind of different, but I dig it. So I guess next week we're going to have uh, – Hook and Samojo for the AEW Championship, which Samojo will win. But again, same situation as gender. It's a, just another title match that the champion can retain. And so nice. And yeah. then I think that's about it for AEW. I mean, uh, Starks and Guevara wrestled, but that was kind of a throwaway. And I do want to mention that Battle of the Belts, which is tomorrow, they're going to try to put Jericho in the ring with Guevara yeah. to wrestle for the tag straps. So. And Jericho came out and they blared his music so loud so you couldn't hear the crowd booing. Mm, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, and then yeah, I did see some people still singing his song, which yikes. Yeah. But they gave him the Sabu treatment, or not Sabu, sorry, New Jack's treatment, where they just played his music the entire time. Yep. Um, what do you think about Sting's last match being against the Young Bucks? I'm cool with it. Um, yeah, they're one too. of the only opponents left that he hasn't that that Sting hasn't really got to work with. Mm-hmm. So I don't know who else. Like I've seen some people um, really clamoring for FTR in that spot, and we've already seen FTR in that spot. Yeah, I believe. No, I think Young Bucks is good, and apparently Sting handpicked them. So like I, I can't complain about it. Like like yeah. like it's not like he can wrestle Lex Luger or the Ric Flair or Hulk Hogan. 
Like that. Yeah, would and, be I would, and I wouldn't want to see it. <laughs> yeah. Of that, so. so yeah, I think I, I think this is a a retirement match that the guy doesn't need to take the fall though. Uh, no, Sting should go out on top. Um, I agree. Also, Ric Flair got physical last week on Dynamite. He threw one chop and then got back out of the ring. So. I was really hoping Powerhouse Hobbs was going to powerbomb him, but he didn't. Jeez. <laughs> but yeah, um, AEW heating up for um, Revolution in March. So be interesting to see what else uh, they do. Other than they've already sold that match. building out, and it's yeah, basically it's max capacity. So yeah, which is awesome. It's Sting's last. Well, match, it, they've already it. sold it out uh, according to what they had charted. They've already oh. had to open up more seats. That's so. awesome. That's good to hear. Like I think Sting's last match is definitely going to be like I. I would love to go see that. That's awesome. So yeah. And it's in, it's uh, definitely like, uh, the draw for that show. Oh, so. for sure. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm assuming that would main event of the show. I'm curious to see what the, I would hope so. The rest of the card, but yeah. All right. Well, do you want to talk a little bit about Wrestle Kingdom? You watched it last week. I did not. Yeah. So it's kind of old news at this point, but we'll go ahead and and talk just a little bit. Um, I I'll just mention a few matches that I really enjoyed. Um. I, I did like to see uh, Yuya Uemura get a shot at a Wrestle Kingdom. He uh, was on an excursion with Impact last year, and uh, he wrestled one of the other young guys, Yoda Suji, who, if you haven't seen Yoda Suji, Jordan, he is like nothing I've ever seen before. He is very interesting. Um, you you at least need to check him out, watch a match or something, because he, he's fun. Um other than that, uh, Tama Tonga ended up beating Shingo Takagi for the Never Open Weight Championship, which kind of threw me off guard because uh, there's reports that Tama Tonga's contract with New Japan is kind of up, um, at least soon, if not now. So I don't know. Um, I, I'd assume this is going to be a very short title reign, and it'll probably end at New Beginning. Um, then after that, I also like the uh, – Hiromu Takahashi, um, title defense, El Des- Desperado ended up beating him. So mm-hmm. we have a new uh, junior heavyweight champion. It was pretty good. Uh, <laughs> did the global heavyweight title, which is their new um, champion, which championship, which follows the lineage of the Intercontinental and the United States championship. They keep like reincarnating that championship. And uh, your first global heavyweight uh, champion is David Finley. He, uh, Somehow got past John Moxley and Will Ospreay, even though John Moxley and Will Ospreay beat his ass for like ever. Um, but entertaining. Uh, I didn't have a problem with it. I figured he would win. Yeah. Uh, I I would imagine that he might lose because soon because Nick Nemeth is going to be challenging him. Which Mr. Dolph exciting. Ziggler showed up. Yeah. Yes, Mr. Dolph Ziggler showed up. And uh, he made his intentions clear. They showed up during an earlier tag match that I didn't mention. Mm-hmm. And they, it was him and his brother Ryan, and everybody was kind of not impressed because <laughs> they don't care to see that as a tag team. Like that's fine for local indies and things, but if if Ziggler's going to Japan, I want to see him in a singles capacity uh-huh, for sure. Let, if if Ryan wants to work singles there too, then sure, but not on the level that that Ziggler gets to. Um, yeah. So he. He's apparently going to be wrestling David Finley at New Beginning, um, one of the New Beginning events. There's a few of them. So that'll be cool. Hopefully he wins. Um, then after that, Okada and Danielson got to uh, retry their um, their match that they had at Forbidden Door where Danielson broke his arm, and this one was much better. It was great. Um, if anybody has not seen that match yet, please check it out. <clears throat> Jordan. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I see it got over you know, five stars. Very good. Dave Meltzer. Yeah, yeah, the match was very good. And obviously, yes, Meltzer does tend to grade uh, New Japan matches a little higher than most, but I think this match kind of warrants it. This match was phenomenal. Um, it is currently not my match of the year. My match of the year is actually Darby and Takeshita at, uh, at um, Dynamite two weeks ago now because I, I just enjoyed that type of match. Um, but this is definitely up there. I'd say it's top three. Um, but in the main event, Naito finally, uh, gets his big moment in the Tokyo Dome, gets to do his roll call, his, his big crowning achievement. He beats Sonata for the, uh, heavyweight title. So it was a, it was a fun Russell kingdom, um, long like usual, but it was good. I didn't have any problems with it. Awesome. So I, I, I think I'm going to keep up with new Japan. Um, 
a little more. And even this weekend, they're doing uh, Battle in the Valley, and they're going to have Osprey versus Okada and Moxley versus uh, Shingo Takagi. So some, pretty cool. some fun stuff after uh, the TNA show, which we're about to get into. Yeah, so. absolutely. Um, Luke Knight just tweeted or texted me saying, Austin Theory just died. And then he's wrestling Carmelo Hayes. And then I get on Twitter and I says, I hope they're both okay. And that's all I see. So I'm kind of curious wow. what happened. Um, well, that's interesting. Yeah. So I assume a crazy bump happened on SmackDown, um, which is on right now. And uh, you would all see it already. But I'm curious to see what that is. But anyways, uh, before we get into TNA Hard to Kill, let's go hear a couple words from our friends over at In the Marbles with Soda and Ethan. Yeah. Hey everybody, I'm Soda. And I am Ethan. And we are In the Marbles with Soda and Ethan. We are a NASCAR podcast that talks about the past week's race, and we review the upcoming race for the Trucks, Xfinity, and the Cup Series. Yes, we also host a fun and interactive NASCAR Fantasy Cup Series where participants can win up to $500 in prizes each season. $500 in prizes. Yes, and the best part is, it's completely free to join. No subscription, no Patreon, just pick your driver each week for a chance to win prizes. The participant with the most points at the end of the season wins an actual In the Marbles Fantasy Cup Series Championship trophy. That's right, an actual trophy. So we hope you will join us next time on In the Marbles with Southern Ethan. And before we get out here, you got anything you want to add? As always, peace, love, and all the above. And we'll see you in the marbles. All right, we're back. Um, Make sure you go listen to In the Marbles with Southern Ethan. I know I'm definitely trying to get into NASCAR because it's going to be a rough uh, Fantasy Cup season with In the Marbles. So. Every Go week, man. That's all yep. we have. <laughs> I don't know how to bring back into the show without mentioning the commercial. We only just have the don't. one commercial. Poor guys. Yeah, it's just like, fuck those. No. Uh, but yeah, but seriously, definitely want to brush up on some NASCAR. I downloaded NASCAR Heat 5 on my PlayStation 5. So um, yeah, I'm kind of sick of it already. I played it for like an hour. Nice. <laughs> but yeah, anyways. Kind of like uh, you in 2K every year. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Um, I realized we didn't talk about WWE um, and what happened in the last week. So we'll talk about that real quick. And then we're going to get into TNA Hard to Kill. Uh, TNA is back and we will be watching the first pay-per-view tomorrow. And I'm actually, I'm buying the pay-per-view, so I'm definitely going to watch it. So <laughs> yes, and you, can ex- also watch, uh, you can also watch the Osprey Okada match if you want to, since I'll be yeah. buying Battle yes. in the Valley. So Sounds good. Be right That'd be there. cool. Nice. So. Uh, but first, we'll get into WWE here. SmackDown, Kevin Owens is the uh, number one contender for the U.S. title. Uh, Logan Paul was there, talked shit on Canada. Um, a guy at work actually brought that up to me today. He's like, oh, I saw the video of Logan Paul making fun of the Canucks. And I was like, oh, yeah, that happened. <laughs> I always like when people bring up wrestling. Mm, so mm-hmm. we, the, the, and that, if that's what made the uh, got to the guys for you page or whatever, who had he didn't like wrestling at all. But hey, something got to him and that's cool. Uh, but yeah, Logan Paul versus Kevin Owens at um, Royal Rumble. Uh, Karrion Cross has a stable now with the Authors of Pain and Paul Ellering and Scarlet, of course. Um, I believe they're called the Testament or the Final Testament. Uh, they hmm. just um, they I figured they'd name. be something edgy. <laughs> yeah, they did um, that name tonight on SmackDown. I just saw that on Twitter. Okay. Uh, by the yeah. way, Austin Theory and Carmelo Hayes landed on their necks, so hopefully they're both okay. Um, did not look good at all. <laughs> so, yeah. but yeah, EO Sky retained against Mishin last uh, week. That that was a pretty good match. I enjoyed that one. <laughs> was um, very good. Yeah, Tyler Bate debuted, and he's now on the SmackDown brand with um, Butch, who uh, might be Pete Dunn again. So that's pretty cool. Uh, main event ends. It, it was. Um, Oh, I can't even talk about Randy Orton versus LA Knight versus AJ Styles. Uh, the bloodline comes out, messes up the match. Nick Aldis makes it a fatal four-way match for the Royal Rumble. So Roman's pissed. Uh, yeah, I, I really like the way they uh, re- filmed that, where it's just them destroying. Roman looks all happy, like, ha look what I just did. And then you see Nick Aldis tell, um, no microphone, just the camera caught it. He's like, hey make sure you let him know it's now a fatal four-way match. And I thought it was really well done. Um, I think it was clever. Yeah. Different way of doing it. And Paul Heyman is so fucking good at what he does. And you just saw his face. He's just like, Oh no. Like what did they do? And so, yeah, that's pretty interesting. Um, So yeah, on raw, we had Drew McIntyre come out. CM Punk came out and they had a nice little promo back and forth. Um, I could see that being an elimination chamber match. CM Punk versus McIntyre after the rumble. Um, we had Chiampa beat Finn Balor. 
Um, we had a funny little R Truth segment. He's ridiculous. Um, he he's definitely thinks he in, he's in the Judgment Day. They got R Truth Judgment Day T-shirts out now. Um, pretty cool. So um, this was actually really cool. So last week, the, um, Kofi Kingston hit Giovanni Vinci with a drop kick, and it looks like Giovanni Vinci got a concussion. This week, Ludwig Kaiser got some payback and destroyed Kofi Kingston. And I thought this was really well done with making uh, Kaiser look like a dominant um, force in professional wrestling. I thought it was really well done. And then the main Kaiser but. and dominant force is an interesting. Combination. Yeah, but no, Anyways. seriously, he, he looked really good. Uh, and then Cody Rhodes defeats uh, Shinsuke Nakamura in the main event street fight. So, yeah, that's WWE for the last week. And yeah. So, yeah, the street fight was pretty lackluster. Not going to lie. As yeah. far as street fights go, it was OK, but I'm yeah. ready for Cody and Nakamura to both do something different. I agree. I agree. All right. Um, All right. Let's go ahead and do the fantasy football giveaway right yeah, I here like that. before we uh, before we review TNA or preview TNA hard to kill. Um, I got the names pulled up in a randomizer. We are going to be uh, randomizing. I hope I win. Is- <laughs> yeah, I hope you win, too. That way I don't have to even worry about it and you can just deal with it. No, um, just kidding. We are going to do this legit. Um Rolling now. Okay. And your winner is at David A. Boren 28. David Boren. Um, hit us up. Hit us up in the Stolen Gimmicks uh, uh, DMs, and uh, we'll get your WWE Shop gift certificate to you, and you can uh, go buy you something nice. Hell yeah. So. Congratulations. And uh, I hope you enjoyed the show from this point on and i'm sure you're about to turn it off right now so um <laughs> just kidding keep yeah. listening every week share with your friends <laughs> so yeah congratulations to david um yeah like you said message us and we'll get that to you all right let's preview well i guess preview is a weird word here because we don't really watch tna and but we're familiar with most of these people if not all of them so we're going to talk about the matches and then next week we're going to review it so this should be a pretty quick segment TNA hard to kill it's the first TNA pay-per-view back uh they've been impact for what 13 years so pretty exciting for that long i think it's been that long no it it's been wow uh, i'm trying to think when would they have changed like yeah you might be right they might have changed it like 2012 yeah. or so because that was a Eric Bischoff thing and a Dixie Carter thing. Ah, we need to get away from TNA. It's it's bad. It's it means tits and ass. Even though most people that most people do not even think of that when they hear the word TNA. Like that is such a '90s term uh-huh. to be throwing around. Like honestly, I I don't know what I would think if I heard that and I wasn't a wrestling fan. Mm-hmm. But I don't even know if I've ever heard that in other media, unless what? it's like something really old. You know, I I must have thought because they probably called it TNA Impact. It was it's always been Impact, like TNA Impact, um, because it's only been since 2017 where they took just Impact Wrestling. So I okay, so I'm they mistaken. had TNA Impact Wrestling. That's, yeah, whatever, but, same thing. But it went to Impact Wrestling straightforward in 2017. So, all right, well, let's. That's get probably during game. one of their uh, five different sales in the last yeah. <laughs> ten years. So it's very possible. All right. Well, the first match we have on this card here is Josh Alexander versus Alex Hammerstone. Yeah, dude. The, uh, Alex Hammerstone is a big free agent from MLW. Mm-hmm. He's finally free to do what he wishes. Um, it'll be pretty cool to see him uh, in a TNA ring. Hopefully they can lock him up for a long-term deal because I think this would be a big get for them. So hopefully yeah, this is a good match. Um, I do want to mention there are some uh, dark matches that we missed out on. Not a, anything huge. But I do want to mention that uh, Tommy Dreamer is defending his digital media championship against Crazy Steve. And we're rooting for Crazy Steve. Get that belt off of Old Man Dreamer, please. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I know that Brian Myers matches on the pre-show. I think he's teaming with Eddie Edwards, and I forget who he's wrestling. But, yep. um, but yeah, Alex Hammerstone, I, um, I've, I've known him for a while. I've seen him around. But uh, I actually have a p- picture of him on my fridge, as weird as that sounds. We had a... Um, it was like high spots. We ordered something on high spots and they sent like a little promotional magnet and it has Hammerstone on it. Like it's like a poster and like Gangrel's on it and Hammerstone's on it. Very weird. But yeah, hmm. that's 
<laughs> but yeah, Josh Alexander is like their guy, so I'm sure this is going to yep. be a great, great match. Very excited for that. Um, up next, we have PCO uh, versus Dirty Dango, who is formerly known as Fandango. Um, yeah. So, yeah. Uh, so PCO, I I know you know PCO. He's kind of just like the Frankenstein, really yeah. old guy. He was the Quebecer, uh, one of the Quebecers. Carl Lule, he's he's old, but he's good still. Um, and then Fandango, who's kind of like a uh, comedy character in mm-hmm. TNA. Dirty Dango, he's got like uh security guards with them. I don't know much about him or what this match is going to entail, but I'm sure I'm sure it'll be like I it'll be placed in between two bangers, I would imagine. Yeah, sounds good. Yeah, PCO is cool. I remember I watched him versus Walter on the Indies. Uh, it was Joey Janela's yes, break too. Yes. Wild. I also remember that match. <laughs> PCO's uh chest was literal purple. Yeah, it was gross. Um it was gross, yeah. He's a, he's a madman, so I think this will be fun. I think that was the same show that Great Sasuke almost broke his neck and died. So it might be, yeah. Uh... All right, the next match here we got the TNA Knockouts World Title Number One Contendership. Uh, it's a Knockouts Ultimate X match, so it's the first ever women's Ultimate X match. So that's pretty. I cool. think they've had one. Oh really? I thought they said this was the first one. But... No, I think they. I think this is one of the first ones. They've definitely. Oh. I think they've definitely had one. But anyways, it's gonna be cool. Uh, we got yeah. Alicia Edwards versus Giselle uh, Giselle Shaw versus Zaya Brookside versus Danny Luna versus Tasha Steeles versus Jody Threat. Interesting. So, I have no idea who's going to win this match, and I don't know a ton about most of these women. I don't either. So, yeah. Well, we'll see. But going in, I hear Ultimate X, and I my interest is already peaked. So I'll definitely be excited for that one. Yeah. Very cool. All right. Uh, TNA World Tag Team Title Match. We got ABC Austin or Ace Austin and Chris Bay versus the Grizzled Young Veterans uh, versus the Rascals versus Speedball Mountain, uh, which is uh, Mike Bailey and Trent Seven. Um, so this match is going to go crazy, probably. Yeah, I have a feeling too. That would be really cool. Um, Zachary Wentz. That was um, what was his WWE name? Before he got fired, he he was in the MSK with um Wesley. Oh yeah, Nash Carter. Nash Carter, yeah, he was awesome. So I'm excited to um, see that. I so the the neat thing about this TNA show is me and Jordan are TNA noobs, so we're kind of mm-hmm. learning uh together as we go, and we'll we'll kind of decide if we're gonna continue after yeah. this week, um if we want to keep watching, um but I must say that so far what we've seen, which is basically just their titles being revealed. Their titles look very nice. Very nice, yeah. So, and the, the first one I showed was the uh, X Division, and I'm like, that's really nice. And now I've seen them on. I'm like, the X Division's easily the yeah. worst out of all of them. Yeah, I think that's why they showed it first, you know, because yeah. they they kind of want to get it out of the way. But man, the rest of those titles are very, very yeah. good looking. And I think the X Division looks nice too. It's just a little like the red blends in a little bit too much with the red sure. X. But it's a little, like you said, a little busy. Um, but yeah, they're all very cool. I think they're so. all slightly busy. All the titles okay. have a lot going on, but yeah, it's fine. They're they're all okay. Mm-hmm. So but yeah, so um that'll be a cool match to see. Uh we have the TNA X division title match. Speaking of, we got Chris Sabin versus Kushida versus El Hijo. Hijo. Is that Hijo, right? El Hijo. Yeah. El yeah. It just sounds funny. I'm an asshole. El it's the Hijo, first time. Del it's Vikingo. the first time Jordan has had to uh, say Vikingo's name because El typically <laughs> Vikingo's involved in the AEW stuff that I review. You, so. Or I, w- I would probably just say Vikingo, but yeah, I I'm mean, an asshole. Works. I apologize. Um, Vikingo. Hijo. I hear people say Vikingo all the time. It's not a big deal. Yeah. Well, I know that the J should be silent, but just saying he ho. Made me laugh. I'm a yeah, child. I'm a child. <laughs> uh, so that that's going to be a wild match for sure. Yeah, X that Division. match would be great as well. Yep, awesome. Uh, we got the TNA Knockouts World Title match. We got Trinity versus Jordan Grace. Um, there's rumors that Trinity might be on her way back to WWE. That might be a small spoiler for that match, or not. There's also rumors, or not. I wouldn't say rumors. Speculation that TNA and WWE might be working together. So, um, yeah, it could go yeah. either way. Um, I'm sure this match will be good, though. Yeah. Um, and then we'll know who the number one contender will be right after. Or we will basically know who the first challenger to this title will be. So mm-hmm. it'll kind of line up nicely for them. So I could also Pretty see cool. that match main eventing because they showed the women's title mm, last. Yeah. Uh, and it's also too big. I think 
might be two bigger names than the two men in the world title match, which is Alex Shelley versus Moose. So Yeah, I don't know. I know that uh, Alex Shelley is a world champion and has been for a little while, um, which is great that the Motor City Machine Guns have the two biggest singles titles in TNA. That's awesome. Um, mm. They're probably the the most prolific uh, tag team in TNA history by far. Um mm-hmm. So that's that's really cool for them. Uh, Moose is really improved. I used to hate Moose, but he's gotten a lot better over the last few years in ring wise and uh, character wise as well. So I, I'm interested at least. Oh yeah, awesome. Yeah, that's the TNA show. There's a, they said you'll never know, you'll never guess who's going to show up, making a big and deal, worlds so. will collide. So yeah, we'll see so, what happens. There's a lot yeah. of unknowns still going into this show for sure. So yeah, we'll be watching it and um, we'll be talking about it next week for sure. So. Awesome. Yep. That's it for our show. Do you have anything else to add before we end up here? Uh, not not at this time. Uh, maybe next week we'll record on time. Uh, and Jordan <laughs> will have won't have a dog die. I won't wreck my truck. Um, we'll have maybe we'll have a normal week next week. We'll, we'll see, see. We'll see. Yeah. We better yes. because the rumble's coming up. We got to at least be around for the rumble. For sure. So. Yeah. I uh my my work schedule changed and we're going into reset season, so we're like doing so much more work than usual. I'm so tired. I uh I work 12 hours today, which you work 12 hours every day. That's how your work is. Yeah, but, but I I only fun. work a I only work like two maybe three days in a row and then I get yeah. a couple off. So, but it's yeah. not it's a little different. I'm exhausted. So. I was kind of excited when you didn't answer my call earlier and I was like, "Okay, fine. We're not recording the night." <laughs> But, nope. I, yeah. I answered I answered pretty quick after and apparently you had already gone to um eat. So yeah. Uh yeah, we had a we had a lot of content to cram into the show because we were kind of late. So next week we'll have a little less to talk about. Maybe we could do some rumble speculation or something. Um we'll find something more speculative to talk about because I know this was a news heavy show. Mm-hmm. Um I always like to have something in here that we can kind of fantasy book or speculate about or yeah, try to or, decipher. So. I feel like we haven't done a top five in a couple of weeks, so we might have to bring. Yeah, that back. we might have to bring a top five back. Maybe we could do top five uh, something to do with the rumble. So we'll figure it out. Awesome. All right. Well, thank you all so much for listening, and come back next week for more stolen gimmicks. Bye.